welcome back to Wings of Fire for Scavengers by Scavengers. I'm Carol from Back and Forth, where we discuss anything and everything. Go check that out wherever you listen to your podcasts. So today we are going to be discussing book 13, and we are almost done discussing all the books. Um, what we have left is um, the Winglets Quartet, uh, Darkstalker, and I was going to have a quick episode on the graphic novels. Which, I now have every single Wings of Fire book because I just bought the last two graphic novels and read them. So, we're also going to be talking about those. So, we have three more episodes after this. So, let's get right into discussing book 13. Okay, so the part I want to focus on in this episode, um, by the way, book 13 is called The Poison Jungle. Um, the part I want to focus on is part 3, which is called Leaves in a Storm. And part 3 was the whole, like, Hawthorne thing. Um, and Hawthorne was very surprising, I guess you could say, yet amazing antagonist. Like... It was really cool and it wasn't like Hawthorne himself who was the antagonist it was just that his mind was being controlled to the point where there was no more Hawthorne it was really just the breath of evil or the other mind um, whatever you want to call it honestly I think breath of evil sounds scarier <laughs> but, um, yeah um, so they tried to, so they had the, um, cure, they call it the, uh, the, uh, they called it something about, oh gee, I forgot what they called the so-called cure, so, it, it, um, yeah, I'm gonna just check real quick. The Heart of Salvation, I knew it had something to do with hearts. <laughs> the Heart of Salvation, that's what they called the so-called cure or antidote but it wasn't a uh, um it was not a cure it was not an antidote it was actually the breath of evil um and sendu and um mandrake made it grow and grow until it was overtaking everything and see hawthorne had um some leaf speak which is why the breath of evil overtook him so that it could grow more of itself but, um, really, the Breath of Evil wanted Sundu and Mandrake, um, because Sundu has incredible leaf speak, like, um, it's really advanced, and I thought that was so cool that, um, I mean, leaf speak just sounds very cool, and... This is kind of going off topic of Wings of Fire, but I went to the Mere Woods in California once, which is like a redwood forest. It's a, um, yeah. And they said that the trees can communicate, not like in a language, but like, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure how it was put, but they said the trees can communicate. And, um, when one tree is sick, they'll actually send another, the other trees around it will actually send nutrients to that one tree to help it out. It's like one big family and they're always helping each other out. So, to have 
so it, it it almost made sense to me how a dragon can have a power to talk to trees because um some trees can't actually like communicate so it, it was cool i thought it was cool anyway i'm getting off track of the storyline here um anyway they made the plant grow and it began to overtake the silk wings and the leaf wings who were breathing in the smoke from the, the fire of the heart of salvation so it overtook queen sequoia and um belladonix did i just say belladonix is that her name belladonix yeah i think so there's so many names in the series um and overtook hemlock wait no not hemlock hemlock was somewhere else never mind not hemlock he's cool wait yeah hemlock wow <laughs> i cannot make up my mind right now but it overtook tons of dragons including blue which was like heartbreaking or like cricket's reaction was heartbreaking when she found out that blue was um being controlled as well and it got sword tail luckily it did not get cricket or bumblebee um but they they um they were able to distract um hawthorne long enough to impale him with a sharp stick which was kind of horrifying to read <laughs> and then they went um they went to um hazel um so they could tell her what happened and then io who is Swordtail's sister came in with oh my gosh cinnabar was it was it cinnabar she came with io and cinnabar and I, I can't exactly remember but io came with another of the um uh chrysalis and they had the they were they were saying oh we have 200 silk wings out there who need your help too <laughs> and um they they stole the book of clear sight and they were like rummaging around in it trying to find a a, a note Clarissa might have left on how to get to um Pyrea and Hazel kind of like tore the book because she saw this like hiddenish part or a part that didn't connect properly and she took out a map and it was a map to Pyrea and um the chrysalis dragon and io decided to make a copy so they could get to pyrea when they'd rescued the other silk wings and they said they'd hide it well so they made a copy and um it was kind of it was really sad to to um you know read about how they were leaving everybody behind sequoia blue swordtail but they had to get to pyrea to ask for help that's kind of how part three ended but the rest of the book was um, kind of us getting to know Sundu, her home, her place in the world, and Willow. That was cool. And I guess I will have an episode on Sunlo, Willow, and Sundu. Because I love that ship. But it was really cool. Willow is a really cool character. And I would love to have a POV for her sometime. Because... I don't know. She's just a great character. Like, very well developed and we got so much of her in just one book it was really cool so that was cool and um yeah so it was kind of just us really getting to know her and then meeting hawthorne of course meeting queen sequoia 
um, we finally got a sequence quit in this book, and I really liked um, her character as well. Oh, and we gotta find out how Queen Wasp got that stuff in her so she could inject the eggs with the Breath of Evil stuff. So, um, Hawthorne tried to feed it to Queen Wasp to try and control her, but he didn't realize that he had to eat some too to be actually, like, mentally connected with her. So it didn't work. But I forget how exactly, but she kind of figured out what what was going on. So she, you know, she started injecting the eggs. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting because in this book as well, we also learned that Queen Wasp is not really entirely like of her own free will she's she's kind of just a pawn in the breath of evil's plan and at the end of the book this leaves us wondering what is the other mind's goal here because i get that yes the plant this was the plant's original home but it can also coexist with the dragons it could i don't know why does it need all of this power why does it need like what is its goal? What is it what is it trying to gain? That's always been the biggest question for me every time I reread book thirteen is the end game for this thing. Like, yeah, what's its end game? I mean there's no driven purpose as far as I can see. But we'll have to wait see. I'm still trying to figure it out though. Um Oh yeah, we also got to meet Hazel. She was a really great character. Um, as always, I do not like Belladonnix. <laughs> Bella, what I said, Belladonna. Belladonna. Sorry, it's Belladonna. Wow, I'm having name troubles today. But um, yeah. So that was kind of that. I know that was kind of short. Um, but I don't have too much to say about this but because um someday i'm gonna do an episode where i like do my favorite books in order and or rate the books and out of all the books this one was probably my least favorite and i like it like i like it it's just like out of all the books it's my least favorite it didn't have a lot of action it's just um anytime i read it i want to get through it so i can go on to wingless quartet darkstalker dragon slayer book 14 um, it's just like, I want to get through with it so I can go on to the other Wings of Fire books I want to reread again. You know, and it's just, um, not my favorite out of the series. Um, but I really like Sundew and Willow and Hazel. The characters are good, it's just the plot line. Um, I just kind of, it felt like I was missing something. For those of you who have seen... Thor Dark World, like, I've seen all the Marvel movies, if you guys have seen all the Marvel movies and you've seen Thor The Dark World, um, maybe you'll agree with me when I say that it was definitely missing something, maybe you won't, but I think that, it's kind of like that, like, I thought that movie was missing something very important to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I just couldn't figure out what it was, and it's kind of the same thing with book 14, book 13, sorry, not, not book 14, I love book 14, book 13 and Wings of Fire, 
felt like I was missing something very Wings of Fiery, and I just couldn't place it. I couldn't figure out what it was missing, but I just, like, knew it was missing something. So, there's that. But, uh, now I'm going to talk about the cover art. And this book is on my Kindle, and my Kindle is just in black and white, so I don't have, like, it in person. But I have seen pictures of the cover, and I kind of memorized its color. I've seen pictures of the cover. Did I say color? I've seen pictures of the cover and I've memorized its color. That's confusing. <laughs> I can kind of see it in my head, but she's a very, very pretty like light green um, with the gold flex. I think that was a good, good uh, color choice there. Um, I love the leaf shaped wings and the way they're drawn on her in this picture. And then you see a lot of like plants around here, which kind of like shows her connection with the plants and i don't have the back cover but on the front cover i see two dragons could represent her parents could represent cricket and bumblebee could represent swordtail and cricket you know again i find meanings in the simplest of things um but i feel like the silhouettes always represent dragons um could be hazel and sequoia it could be i don't know Willow and Sandu, just representing the two of them. Um, and then the title is The Poison Jungle. Really self-explanatory. This whole book takes place in the poison jungle and it explains how the poison jungle is such a dangerous place, especially because the breath of evil has been living in it for who knows how long. And I'm going to pick three characters to talk about like I did in some of my earlier book episodes. So it's going to be Willow, Hazel and Sequoia, and I'll just say a quick thing about Sundu, but, you know, Sundu is very fierce, ferocious. I really like her character, but she's not my favorite character. Um, she just, it's very complicated for me. She's not like, like, I like her character, it's just that there were, there was something missing to it, it felt like to me, um, it's just kind of confusing for me a little bit, but, but, like, why is she so angry all the time? I mean, I get that her parents treat her badly sometimes, and that she feels a lot of responsibility, but, anyway, not my favorite character, but I like her. So, Willow. Willow is amazing. Um, she's very outgoing, very out there, um... She has a great character development, like, I just, and she really holds Sundu together, I think. Like, I feel like Sundu would just fall apart without Willow, really. I think out of the two of them, Willow is probably the fiercest. <laughs> um, it's just that she is, she's great. Um, very courageous, very smart, she's quick ideas, very outgoing. Um, Sequoia, I really liked Sequoia, one of the better queens in the series, definitely. Although I don't like that she tried to take over Wasp's free will, that's not how you win a war. Um, you try to win it not by tricking somebody else or taking away somebody's mind, which we know from um, the librarian in book 11 that it's really awful to have your mind taken away for uh, forever. Um, 
that's not how you win a war. I don't agree with that choice. But it wasn't exactly her choice. It was, like, mostly Hawthorne. She just didn't tell him not to do it. So, but, you know, I, I think it's still probably her fault. But other than that, I think she's a great, great queen. Very um, supportive. And she always knew what's best for her tribe. And I just think, I just think it was very cool. Oh, and by the way. The leaflings kind of separated. Some of them went with Belladonna. Some of them went with Queen Sequoia. Belladonna's leaflings called Queen Sequoia's leaflings Sapwings. And Queen Sequoia's leaflings called Belladonna's leaflings Poison Wings. So it's kind of like they separated into two separate groups almost. Um, I don't like either one of those names. But to, to make it easier to understand which of them I'm talking about, I am going to refer to them as saplings and poison wings. Even though I do not like either of those names. Um, so yeah, um, Queen Sequoia is very, like, she wants to protect her saplings and she wants to protect her poison wings because she knows they're all leaf wings. Um, and she needs to take care of all of them, especially as the blood air. So... I really like Queen Sequoia. And, uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay, the last character I'm going to talk about is Hazel. And Hazel is also very outgoing. She definitely wants to be her own dragon and not the dragon somebody else says she has to be, which I... We'll always support that because I feel like you should be who you want to be, you're meant to be, not who somebody else tells you you have to be. Because you're you, don't be somebody else. So, I mean, if you're not you, then who are you? Words to live by. Um, but when Hazel needs to be a queen she puts on her brave face and acts like a queen um you know she she can be very firm when she needs to be um so it's that's also part of her character it's not her being somebody else it's just that when she knows she has to be a queen she or she she knows she has to act like a queen she will she'll do it and when she had to take over the role of queen for queen sequoia um instead of falling apart she she was very brave and she took her place as queen so i really like hazel too so that's what i have to say about book 13 the poison jungle again we only have three more episodes um planned for this season i mean of course there will be like i'm still working on chapter five of the messengers so i can do an episode of chapter four and chapter five sorry it's taking so long i've been really busy but um there'll still be like those episodes it's just they'll be like bonus episodes probably um and the third season i will not be saying what the third season is about until i release the trailer when season two is over um Also, I am moving this summer, so, um, we, or I, sorry, 
I'm going to try to figure out what I can do because I'll be in like cars and hotels with other people. So I don't know if I'll actually be able to do the podcast. I might have to like pre-record a lot of episodes, but we'll just we'll just see what happens because it's going to be a while before I get to my new house because we're going to be stopping at family's houses and stuff. But we'll, I'll just see what happens and I might have to take a break on the podcast for like a month or so. Um, but, yeah, um, that's that, uh, okay, thank you for listening, oh my gosh, I cannot speak, it's like 9 o'clock in the morning, so, you know, still waking up, thank you for listening to this podcast and this episode, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, please go check out Back and Forth and Just Breathe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, yeah, have a great day, everybody. Spread your wings and fly. Bye!